Hi, I'm Bruce Weinstein, and this is Cooking with Bruce and Mark. And I'm Mark Scarborough, and the two of us are the authors of cookbooks like the Instant Pot Bible and, for today's podcast, the Essential Air Fryer Cookbook. So, we are coming up on the holidays, and the holidays include not just Christmas. Oh, uh uh-uh. No, you are wrong. (laughs) Christmas is the time of year in which people from all religions celebrate the birth of Jesus. (laughs) Okay. Um, Well, it's also time for Hanukkah. And at Hanukkah, we are not celebrating the birth of Jesus. We are oh. celebrating grease and oil and, <laughs> and, and oily oh, food. Oh, for a minute there, I thought we were going to get, like, uh, you know, ramps and octopus grease. You no. know, opa and all well, that. Well, you know, Hanukkah, the oil was only supposed to last for, like, one night. And it lasted seven nights. So, in honor of that, you eat oil for seven nights or eight nights. And when I oh. say oil, I mean you eat fried food. You eat uh. jelly donuts. You mm. eat really greasy, greasy food. Mm. And the most popular mm. are potato latkes. And people make fun of Christians in their green bean casserole. Mm-hmm. So um. what are potato latkes? <laughs> well, latke is just the, the Jewish word for pancake. Right. At, uh, these are kind of potato pancakes. And today we're actually making an air fryer version of these. And I have to tell you, I was super skeptical of this. But I set Bruce to this task and said, we need to make an air fryer latke. But I was still super skeptical about how they would get done and all that stuff. But they uh, are delicious. So the question is, if these are air fried and there's very little oil, do these actually count as a Hanukkah celebration? Um. Well... <laughs> in spirit only. Let us say in spirit only. Um, l- let's also say that this is a recipe not in the Essential Air Fryer Cookbook. This is a bonus recipe. And uh, Bruce shot a video for this. So if you're in, if you're intrigued about how actually to make these in the actual process of making them, check out our YouTube channel, uh, Cooking with Bruce and Mark. And you will look for the video labeled Air Fried Latkes. Yeah. Okay. okay so, so let's talk about what we're, what we're doing here. I have a, a handheld grater, okay. and I am grating two large yellow potatoes. So that's about a half pound each. When he yeah. says large yellow, we're talking about Yukon Gold, and he's talking about a half pound each. Now, notice, Mark, that I did not peel these. Right. I love the skin on Yukon Gold. It's thin. It's very edible. It just adds a little more flavor to these latkes, so I am not peeling them. Skin in the game. Mm. And so once you get these done, you're going to want a small onion, and we're talking pretty small here, like two ounces. Yeah, this is really a small onion this is like the size of a small plum or something yeah you small yellow or white onion and you're going to do the same thing take off the paper a paper outer covering of it and do the same thing right yeah i'm going to run it over the large holes of the box grater and grate it up now the trick to having perfect latkes is getting rid of the moisture oh, this now is the some kick. people talk about soaking them to actually get rid of excess starch right. you want starch you want all that starch in there so they hold together I, this is wait say that again because I think this is key and a lot of people do what you just said they soak them and they get rid of the starch What? say that one more time it's just so crucial I like to keep all that starch you know because if you soak potatoes that have been shredded up right um, the starch leaches out of them and falls to the bottom of the bowl of water right I don't do that because I want to keep all the starch in. In fact, we're going to be adding even more starch because the starch will hold it together. However, there is a lot of moisture in potatoes, and that needs to come out. Otherwise, the lockers will fall apart. I really wish if you soaked me in water, all the starch would fall out (laughs) to the bottom. But... Okay, so, so uh, we're going to do all of that, and, and and Bruce has got gigantic hands. I mean, really, honestly, the 6'4 guy has gigantic hands, and he picks up these giant wads of this stuff. It's you know what they say? It. Big hands, big feet, <laughs> big disappointment. Oh, God. Well, um, so I'm going to... I'm going to say that, you know, my hands are much smaller. So 
I would pick up just small bits of this and squeeze it. But I can pick up like half of it at a time. Right. And I'm squeezing, I'm squeezing, and the the water is being squeezed out right um, into a bowl. Right. Which we're going to discard, right? Yeah, that gets discarded. And now, because there will be some starch that, that, you know, went away with that liquid, and I want to make sure there's plenty of starch to hold these together, we're going to add starch back in. So that we're going to put <laughs> all of these shredded potatoes back in the bowl. This seems kind of weird. And now we are going to put in two large eggs. We're yes. going to crack them. You don't put them in with the shells. Right. You crack in two large eggs, and then you put in a third a cup of matzo meal. Now, listen, it's not Passover, right? Right. So you don't technically have to use matzo meal but if you don't every jewish grandmother is turning know, over in her grave no exactly you don't have to technically use it because it's not passover you could use breadcrumbs what kind of breadcrumbs i would use plain dried unseasoned dried. breadcrumbs right so but matzo meal is traditional it i know yeah i don't know why i don't know why that you know it's not passover and yet you have to use matzo meal but so what so what and the next ingredient is the special one. Oh, Two tablespoons God. of potato starch. And this is what every Jewish grandmother uses in her cooking, right? Is potato oh, yeah. starch. So if you're looking for it in the store, there's two places you might find it. You might find it in the gluten-free section um, in a box actually called um, egg substitute. Sometimes it's potato starch, sometimes it's tapioca Read starch. Read the label. Read, Read the, the label. label. The other place, if there is a even a half a shelf of kosher food, which will have, you know, some, like, egg noodles, one old <laughs> jar of gefilte fish, and maybe a five-year-old box of matzo. That's that's why I have to say that we live in rural New England, and uh, our local supermarket has a Jewish section, which is, like, a shelf. And Sop it, for the Jews. It's, <laughs> it's a beat-up dreidel and some ancient Hanukkah gelt that's, like, fractured into stone, and... <laughs> That's where you'll find the potato starch. <laughs> that is where you'll so, find it. And um, you're going to put two tablespoons of potato starch. And don't use cornstarch. Don't use flour. Mm-hmm. Potato, uh, starch. potato starch. And a teaspoon of salt. Kosher salt. Kosher <laughs> you salt. You can actually use any kind of salt you want. <laughs> okay, then. I'm going back to breadcrumbs. Now, you're going to mix this all up until it's well mixed. Now, the air fryer is already heated. We have it going. I want it at 375 because Mark and I believe the air fryers should always be heated before you cook in them. Right. Um, a lot of air fryer recipes say just put it in cold and turn them on. We do not agree with this. The food needs to start cooking the second it goes in it's, there. It's so you can get more browning on it, so you can get a faster reaction to the degradation of the sugars into those luscious, browned, crunchy bits. It's it's for all those reasons that we think that you, just like you don't necessarily put a steak in a cold pan and right. turn, the, turn the heat on. And, and let me say that the Instant Pot folks know this because when you yeah. use the Vortex air fryer, you turn it on to air fry. We're going to set it for 375. We put the timer in, and then it says on. What that means is it's heating up. Right. Once it's at temperature, what the readout actually changes to is add food. So even they tell you don't put the food in until right. it's heated up. It's, it's exactly. It's ex- what it says. So we're going to mix this together, and we're going to form these into patties. And this is the tough part, in my opinion. So you want to work on a, like a big cutting board, right? You, you want to put this on a big cutting board. You're going to yep. scoop up a quarter cup yep. and just plop it down on the cutting board and shape it into a patty with your hands. Right. And you then can't squeeze too hard because no. you'll squeeze the egg out and all that stuff. You just want a compact patty. Yes, you do. And then you're going to spray them. I have a little spritzer bottle that I have canola oil in. Right. And I'm going to spray them with that. And then I'm going to spray the trays that go into the air fryer. And this is something that is counterintuitive because we have this big thing about not spraying into the air fryer. But in this case, because of the starch, we want to spray these trays, which means 
that you should get yourself a spritzer bottle because the propellants in aerosol cooking sprays can degrade the nonstick coating in, on the racks in your machine. So you really should use a spritzer. If you don't have a little spritzer that you know is non-aerosoled, then then grease those trays with a little oil on a paper towel. There you go, or a pastry brush. That'll work yeah. great. Now, I'm going to do that with the trays outside of the air fryer. As Mark says, we don't like to spray directly into the fryer. Nope. Then I'm going to put the latkes, as my grandmother would have called them, the latkes on the tray, <laughs> put them in the air fryer. Isn't that latkeem? <laughs> well, that's Latka. Hebrew. She was talking Yiddish. Latka. So... And they're going to go 15 minutes or until browned because, right. quite honestly, every air fryer is a little different. Timings are going to vary, and I do not want you to burn these. And, and I'm going to say that I had these the day that Bruce was testing them and then the day he uh, shot the video on the YouTube channel, Cooking with Bruce and Mark, that's up there. And uh, they were incredibly crunchy, but I ate them warm. So mm, I don't think so these good. things necessarily sit around forever. You mm, want to kind of yeah. have these things and, and have them out and do it. But that's true with all potato latkes. Yeah. Once they get cool, they get soft and gummy. Yep. So you always want to eat them hot. So yep. we are going to close this up, and we're going to come back in about 15 minutes and try these hot. So I have to say that the kitchen smells like a kosher deli. <laughs> And we're cutting into these. these um, are is that a good thing that it yeah, smells sure. like a kosher deli? Mm -hmm. mm, it smells like onions. Mm. Well, these uh, mm. mm, are my childhood with uh, much less oil. Mm, they are really good, and they are not so oily. I mean, Bruce and I made latkes once at his mom's in Denver. My family was coming to Bruce's mom's um, for Hanukkah. And we said we were going to make latkes for my family. We're all meeting in Denver. We were all there. And when Bruce's mom moved to Denver, and we made latkes, and uh, we we doth go through 10 gallons of oil. It was crazy. We poured about two quarts of oil in this giant pan. The pan ran out of oil, which means oh. every one of those latkes, we realized, mm. absorbed about a quarter cup of mm. oil. Mm. Mm. So this way, it's a little mm. You know the rule. You got eight people in two bathrooms. So. <laughs> you do the math. <laughs> you do the math what happens after that it's, much oil. Now, there are two schools of latke eating. Right. There's the applesauce school, which is what I grew up on, and there's the sour cream school. Now, why can't there be, he says as the Christian, why can't there be the sour cream and applesauce school? No, you use one or the other. Uh, your mother would, your grandmother wouldn't use butter and apple butter. No, together. but that's different. That's German frugality. But I don't understand why we can't have applesauce and sour cream. But okay, fine. I'm going to go with sour cream because I love sour cream. So, in fact, I love better what the real thing is. Right? Soured cream. Right. What has happened to the cream? <laughs> it has been soured. Right. So I prefer soured cream. Do you, do you cream. also eat iced cream? I do eat iced cream. <laughs> and and roasted, roasted beef. <laughs> I love roasted turkey and roasted chicken. So, and skimmed milk. Yeah. So, <laughs> I've never even seen it called skimmed milk. What has happened to the milk? It has it's been, been defatted. Okay, defatted milk. <laughs> oh, you excellent. wouldn't call it defat milk. <laughs> Um, anyway, uh, I'm going to go with soured cream, but uh, I still don't know why you can't go with both. I still don't know why you can't go with strawberry jelly, but that's a whole different Ew, matter. <laughs> strawberry jelly. Well, they're pancakes. They're potatoes. Would, um, you, would you put strawberry jelly in a baked potato? No, but this isn't a baked potato. It's a pancake. And pancakes, according to my Christian heritage, need all kinds of sweet crap in it. It should come with whipped cream and powdered sugar. And um, <laughs> oh, on that note. 
We're gonna go celebrate Hanukkah early with our air fried latkes. <laughs> We're gonna spin some dreidels, eat some gelt, mm. and uh, I love eating. Count gelt. how many bathrooms we have. Right, <laughs> right. So uh, we hope you've enjoyed the podcast, Producer Mark. If you have, please give us a five star rating. It really helps on whatever platform you find us on, and uh, subscribe, and that way you won't miss a single episode. And look for us on social media. You'll find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, we have lots of fun things to share. We share recipes with your pictures. Um, so reach out to us with your questions, and maybe we'll do an episode based on one of your questions on a future episode of Cooking with Bruce and Mark. 